Hello and welcome to Spirit Walkers for Sunday, November 29th, 2009. I apologize again and again for my absence. This time there was a computer crash. You'll notice there is no music at the beginning of the end because that music that I found before, I'm not finding now and I've had to redo all of my settings. I am trying with a picture so those of you who can get any kind of images with your podcast should see a photo of me and my high school principal which relates to what the podcast for today is talking about. Uh, the passage that I selected is from Judges chapter 2 verse 10 which says, Moreover, that whole generation was gathered to their ancestors, and another generation grew up after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. Ann Robertson. I turned around at the large reception last night to see the man who had been my homeroom teacher in the seventh grade. I thought about you just this morning, he said. I was looking through old faculty pictures for tonight's celebration, and I saw your parents' pictures. I remember you came a year early, seventh grade and only eleven years old, but smart as a whip, 1970. I was stunned. I knew many of my teachers very, very well. With parents on the high school faculty for their entire careers, my teachers were often friends of the family as well. And there are many I count as friends today. But my seventh grade homeroom teacher was not on that list. I don't remember even seeing him after I left middle school. But here he was at the 75th anniversary celebration of the founding of Coventry High School, rem remembering me, the year I was in his class, and even my age. It was an evening of such memories. The best principal on the planet, Jim Dupreet, who's the one who's pictured here if you can see it, and if not, you'll have to head to the blog version of this at annrobertson.com slash spiritwalkers.html. Anyway, the best principal on the planet, Jim Dupreet, was there, and he talked about my mother's amazing skills and her reliability as a colleague. My oh-so-patient chemistry teacher and student council advisor, Ernie D'Amico, who was first taught by my father before he came to teach me. There were the teachers and students who were gone but not forgotten and were named. The teacher who I'd never met before, but who was consistently beaten by my father in ping-pong, he told me. Those people are why I went, to remember who I was and where I came from, to be among those who carry memories and perspectives of both me and my parents that I can get in no other way, to remember that our school motto was ad astra per aspera, to the stars through difficulty, and to realize how true that was and is. We all have our own memories, but it takes a community to keep them alive and vibrant. And of course there were those like my mother whose mind and memories have been taken from her. It's the job of her community to remember for her, just as we remember for and with each other. And the memories were passed along last night. The most recent graduates were also there, along with a woman from the very first graduating class of 1935. We heard about her class and about the classes of the 40s and the 50s and every decade since. Our own experiences were reinforced and given meaning, and our memories were expanded both forward and backward, 
putting our lives in greater context of shared community. The Bible is full of places where God has people set up markers to hold the memory of events. Sometimes it was a physical marker, like a pile of stones or a special altar. Sometimes it was a festival, like Passover or Pentecost. Sometimes it was the instruction to keep telling future generations, as in Deuteronomy 6, 4 and following, where God instructs that the command to love God with all your heart, soul, and strength be said every morning and every evening and taught to all children. And of course there's the Bible itself, with scores of authors wanting to be sure that events and people and principles were remembered in certain ways. The above passage from the book of Judges stunned me when I first read it. How was it possible that a generation grew up that did not know the Lord? It was a catastrophic failure of community memory. For whatever reasons, a generation stopped sharing their memories, or shared them only with themselves and not with new generations. We know from the Bible itself that there were long stretches of time when the festivals were not celebrated, and nobody even knew the Torah existed. As our culture, both inside and outside the church, goes through a paradigm shift, it would be all too easy to allow another generation to grow up that did not know the Lord. That doesn't mean our traditions can't change, but it does mean that if the pile of stones that used to mark an event has crumbled, the stones shouldn't be tossed, but should be reformed into something new. We are the keepers of the faith memory, both for those who have set it aside or had it beaten out of them, and for those just being born who do not know. We need to gather to remember the stories and the people and our own ad astra perospera, which might be translated to faith as take up your cross and follow me. When people return to faith communities, they should be filled with the memories of why they came, not with flashbacks of why they left. We must help each other remember who and whose we are. At the anniversary party, I learned that my beloved principal was on Facebook, and the minute I got home, I sent him a friend request. Our churches should inspire us to do the same with Jesus. Rekindle the memory. Share the stories. Teach the children. Keep the faith alive. Will you pray with me? God of our fathers and mothers, help us to remember so that no one else may forget. Amen. Nope, we don't have any closing music either, uh, but just a couple of reminders that Spirit Walkers is now put out as a blog also, uh, annrobertson.com slash spiritwalkers.html will take you there. Uh, I encourage you also to check out the new stuff from the Massachusetts Bible Society. We're starting to produce DVD resources. I now have my very first film credit as an executive producer of One Book, Many Voices about biblical interpretation. We have Tony Campolo and Bart Ehrman and Peter Gomes and me talking about biblical interpretation. Uh, you can check out the information about that and even watch a trailer of the video at www.massbible.org slash capital DVD. So I look forward to seeing you online. Hopefully one of these weeks I'll be able to find some good music to put at the front and the back of this as I try to con recover from this silly computer crash. Uh, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and are looking forward to the holidays ahead.
Take care. God bless.